up, Doc? What's cooking? What's up, Doc? Oh, you're looking for bugs, bunny bunting. Duck is gonna hunting just to get a rabbit skin, but now the rabbit's gonna get. What's up, Doc? What's cooking? Hey, look out! Stop! I'm gonna hurt someone with that old shotgun. Hey, what's up, Doc? We really need it. Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 Delicious. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Vegan chocolate pudding. Chocolate lovers rejoice. Chocolate pudding paradise. Fun. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of... Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner, and today it's Chocolate Lovers Paradise. Rejoice, Chocolate Lovers. We're making vegan chocolate pudding. Nobody can tell it's vegan, trust me. Um, if you're not a big fan of coconut milk, almond milk, Believe me, there's so much chocolate in this, you can't tell. Um, I have served this to people who are amazed that this isn't, uh, that it's actually vegan, and they're amazed that there's uh, these dairy-free uh, milks in it, and so on and so forth. So, rejoice, we're having chocolate today. I'm so excited, because I love it. Um, you know, I never used to be a really big fan of chocolate, but... Uh, in the older age, things are changing in my body, and uh, I love the um, the chocolate taste. Now, I'm using semi-sweet chocolate chips. If you aren't vegan and you want to make it with milk chocolate chips, by all means, go ahead. Tweak it to your taste. So, our ingredients are very easy today. We've got over... Yeah, over here we've got almond milk. We're gonna use one and a quarter cup of unsweetened almond milk. We've got a 13 ounce can of full fat coconut milk. Don't use the light. Uh, maybe you wanna skim, maybe you wanna cut down the calories, I understand, but this does help to add to the richness of the pudding, so please use full fat uh, milk. Um, then we've got two-thirds cup of dairy-free, semi-sweet chocolate chips. The brand I use is Enjoy Life, and uh, if you want it in grams, it's probably, it's, it's approximately between 110 and 114 grams. It, if you pour onto your scale 110, and you want to leave it at that, that's fine. You want to add that extra four grams, that's fine too. So two-thirds cup, anyhow. A pinch of sea salt. Um, three tablespoons of cocoa powder. Now, with the cocoa powder, you can use whatever you want. You, I have used raw cacao powder. I've used Dutch processed. 
the result is fantastic either way. So three tablespoons of cocoa powder. And now the recipe calls for one third cup of either coconut sugar. Uh, it's, um, or I use the organic uh, palm, coconut palm sugar. That's what it's called. You can use that or maple sugar. I personally like the coconut sugar. It's uh, low glycemic for those who are uh, diabetic like myself. The only thing with coconut sugar is it's not as sweet as regular white sugar. So I'm going to increase the amount of coconut sugar I use to want to half a cup. If you like the, you want the bitter taste to be more significant, then by all means go ahead and use the one third cup. I like the half cup. And the one teaspoon of vanilla extract and three, or sorry, four tablespoons of arrowroot starch. I wouldn't recommend swapping out this ingredient. This ingredient is what gives it its beautiful velvety texture. Arrowroot starch is wonderful because all around for health reasons, for diabetics, fat contents, starch content. It, it's, it's a very, very good ingredient to get used to using. It's a perfect replacement for cornstarch. So if for some reason you don't want corn-derived products, this is your perfect alternative. And it, it is tasteless. Um... And it gives it a wonderful texture. So please don't swap this out. Okay, so that's our ingredients. I hope I haven't forgotten anything. As always, if I have, guess what? We'll figure it out as we go along. So because this is an easy, <coughs> pardon me, easy recipe, um, I didn't pre-measure out everything. So we are going to start with use a non-stick pot. I've told you guys many times the reasons why you should use a non-stick pot. Um, custards and creams and puddings aren't going to stick. This is a medium saucepan, uh, just a medium non-stick saucepan. So I'm going to start with the, um, sorry, not the cocoa powder. I'm going to start with the arrowroot starch. Right into your pot, you want four tablespoons of arrowroot starch. So scoop, press down, level, and in the pot. One. Two. Three. And Now, of course, while I'm doing this, I'm thinking about things I want to tell you guys, but I'll tell you while I'm boiling this up. Okay. Arrowroot starch, four tablespoons. We've got it in our pot. Whoops. 
And now we're going to do the cocoa powder. Three tablespoons of cocoa powder. Again, scoop, press down a little bit, level, and in your pot. One. This smells absolutely fantastic. Two. And into the sink. We're done with the cocoa powder. We're done with the arrowroot starch. Now we need the sugar. So I have my coconut sugar in a jar. Sometimes it gets a little hard, so just put a spoon in and, you know, stir it, mush it, dissolve it. Now I can't get This is my half cup. I can't really get this into the jar. I can force it because it's plastic, but I really can't. So I'm going to, as always, grab a dinner plate to catch my spills. Put my half cup on the plate and pour sugar. You want this firmly packed just like brown sugar. Now I got a little bit on the plate and I'm just gonna put it right into my cup because I can. <laughs> no, just to pack it. Okay. That's a pretty packed half cup. And this goes directly into your pot. Half a cup of coconut sugar. Okay. So, let's grab. Uh, I'm just grabbing a wooden spoon and I'm just going to mix this all up. The arrow, three, table, um, three tablespoons of cocoa butter, four tablespoons of arrowroot starch, and one half cup of coconut sugar. Okay. Now, let's put this aside. We don't need that. I've got one can of full fat coconut milk and I need to open it up. Okay. And I'm using my, you can shake it up, it'll help before you open it, because coconut milk builds up a solid cream layer at the top. And actually, maybe one day I'll show you guys. If you remove that solid cream layer and you whip it with icing sugar, it's the best uh, vegan uh, whipped cream you'll ever taste. Oops. Yeah, this is what I was telling you about the electric can openers. You've got to wiggle it around till you get it. And it wants to be stubborn, but I will get it. Alrighty. Wouldn't you know it, just on video, it's going to 
do its thing. Ah. <laughs> I love it. I love that we're on video and this is happening. So this is what I was saying about sometimes it's hard to get it. You know what? Let's flip it and see what happens on the other side. So it's being stubborn. Hope my can opener isn't on the fritz. There it goes. So, so what I did is I flipped the can upside down because the electric can opener wasn't grabbing it so that it can open it. So I guess it might be a millimeter um, taller on the bottom. Who knows? So there's some on the um, cap and I'm just throwing it in with my finger. Okay, that goes into the garbage. Dump the whole can of coconut milk. Whoops. Right into the mixture in the pot. And I'm just sticking my hands in to get whatever else is in there. And of course we're getting the coconut milk off our hands. Okay. And we no longer need the can opener. Now, we have vanilla, chocolate chips, salt, and this is my cap. I forgot to cap my sugar. Sorry about that. Okay, almond milk. Give it a shake. This is shelf stable. You can uh, have it in your cupboard, but once you open it, it's got to go into the fridge. And it will last in the fridge probably somewhere about two weeks. So we're going to open this up. And I've got a bowl. Put the cap there. And we need one and a quarter cup. So I'm just going to do it <coughs> over my bowl so I can catch any spills. Already got a spill. Okay, that's a quarter cup in the pot. And now we need a full cup. So I'm just pouring it in. I've got the cup on my fingers, laying on my four fingers. My thumb is at the top, so I can feel the liquid when it gets to the top. Whoops. And in it goes. And I've got quite a bit in my um, plate. <coughs> I'm just going to add in, I just added in a couple of um, drops because I felt some fall out of my cup. It's not a big deal. Now, this pudding will thicken up as it cools and <clears throat> might be too thick for you actually. I wouldn't recommend during the cooking process to add more 
Um, but you can add more when it cools down, if that's your preference. I personally love this stuff, and I don't care if it's thick. So, okay, we're ready to go to the heat. We've got our one and a quarter cups. I'm going to move to my small burner, which is on the right side, or yes, on the right side of my stove top, of my stove. And I've got, the pot I'm using has a handle, which is wonderful because you can hold while you're stirring. And I'm going to turn my heat to medium. And I'm going to give this a stir now to start dissolving the ingredients. And I centered the um, pot just before I turned on the burner. So the burner was nice and cold and I was able to feel it and center my pot. And I'm stirring slowly. There's no reason for you to stir vigorously. You want to just dissolve everything now <coughs> while this heats up and comes to a boiling point. So again, remember, we've got one and a quarter cups almond milk, one full fat can, 13 ounces of coconut milk, three tablespoons of cocoa powder, four tablespoons of arrowroot starch, and one third to one half cup of coconut sugar. While this is heating up, the only ingredients we have left are our two thirds cup, um, two thirds cup, hmm, semi-sweet dairy-free chocolate chips, our vanilla extract, which is gonna be one teaspoon, and a pinch of salt. And I have those next to me. So when I need them, I can reach them really quickly. Now, uh, what, what did I want to tell you? Remember I said I want to tell you guys a few things. So while I'm doing this, let me tell you. One, I love, I know, I'm weird. I am weird. I love the pudding skin. A lot of people don't. So when you put this in your bowls or ramekins or whatever you're going to use, I'm going to use ramekins today. Um, if you don't like a pudding skin, put your cling wrap, wrap, <laughs> cling, plastic wrap, <laughs> your plastic wrap, put your plastic wrap against the pudding so that you don't develop a skin. I don't do that because I actually like the little skin that it develops. The other thing, if it's Christmas and you're making this, add a little bit of peppermint extract, uh, about a quarter teaspoon, or a quarter teaspoon almond extract, just to give it that extra taste. And of course, it's pudding. You can top it with whatever you want. This particular pudding would be nice with some toasted coconut, maybe some other toasted nuts. It's up to you. I personally love it just plain from the fridge. I can devour the whole thing myself. Um, again, I told you guys about the almond milk. So if you find your pudding too thick when it chills, by all means, add a little splash of um, almond milk. 
personally for me, I love it. I love this texture and this consistency. Now, to tell you how to make this non-vegan, there's no point. There's thousands of recipes for, you know, dairy, chocolate chip, or chocolate puddings. And at some point, we'll make some. But this is a vegan one. And it's good for, like I said, it's good for diabetics because you don't have too much sugar in here. We're using the coconut palm sugar. And it's... It is a little bit high in fat content because you're using nut milks. But, okay. I'm gonna stop stirring now to let it come to a boil, um, but it's healthy fats. Um, while that's happening, I've got a little bit of almond milk and I'm just gonna grab, sorry, I do have it somewhere here. I've told you guys this a thousand times but I'm gonna show it to you today. So I have my spill in a bowl. So I'm gonna place the funnel directly, and this one's a little bit big, the one I chose, but that's okay. Directly into the, the long part of the funnel, directly into the um, opening of the almond milk. And I'm gonna lift up the bowl Feel for my funnel opening and just toss it all in. I'm going to check with my finger if it went down. It did. The funnel is empty. Put the funnel in the sink and cap my almond milk and put it in the fridge. And we have no spills. We have no lost almond milk. And if you lost you know, a few drops, that's okay. But I didn't lose the bulk, right? So I always wanted to show you guys how I um, catch my spills with the funnels for the oil, uh, juice maybe, um, almond milk, anything liquid that you overspill, just use a funnel and put it back into the container. So I'm moving back over to my pot to check on my pudding. And the color... For those who can see, the color has changed because of the cocoa powder and the coconut sugar. <coughs> now, I want to tell you something else. For blind people, we all have our techniques of how to fill bowls, cups, ramekins. You either use a, a liquid level indicator or your finger. I'm more prone to using my finger. Um, but if you have some vision, if you're visually impaired, obviously this doesn't concern sighted people because sighted people can see. But if you're visually impaired, chocolate pudding is dark. It's, I mean, chocolate is black or dark brown. What is it? Dark brown? Black something to that effect. It's a dark color. The bowls I'm going to use today, the ramekins, I'm going to put them in ramekins, not in um, serving like dessert bowls. The reason I'm using these particular ramekins is because one, they're white in color. So if you can see a little bit of contrast, which I can, you'll be able to fill them much, much easier 
Because when you're pouring the chocolate into the ramekin, well, the white, you know, you can see the, the dark color falling into the white ramekin, and you can see the top of the ramekin, and you can know when to stop if you don't want to use your finger technique. Personally, me, I use both, my eyes and the finger technique. Just because I'm so used to it, the finger never fails me. <laughs> so this should be coming to a boil soon. Now, when this is ready and we fill our ramekins, you're going to um, add your plastic wrap right away, whether you want to add it on the pudding or just on the bowl. And when they're half cooled down, you don't want to want to put them scorching hot into your refrigerator. But when they're half cooled down, put them in the fridge to chill. And when you feel like it and when you're ready, chow down. <clears throat> so once this, everything is dissolved in here because I can feel it. Once this starts boiling, it's going to start to thicken up. And I think most of you know what thick you know, what pudding feels like. But basically, once it starts boiling, you're going to stir for about two minutes. Um, you don't have to constantly stir once all your ingredients are dissolved. All this time that I was talking, I was stirring, now I've stopped. Um, and then in a, in a few seconds, I'll start stirring again, and then I'll let go. But once it starts boiling, don't stop stirring until you get that nice, thick consistency. Um... Yeah, so that's it for <laughs> all my instructions. I thought by the time I told you all my instructions that, you know, this would have all boiled up, but it hasn't yet. So be patient with me. There's no point putting you guys on hold now. I mean, I could have done it sooner, but you know me. I'm a blabber. I have a lot to say. <laughs> and it's it's rare that I run out of things to say. Oh, and by the way, yeah, this isn't a Greek recipe. <laughs> I thought I'd get away for that, from that for a little while. I mean, there are fantastic pudding, Greek pudding recipes as well. Like I said, I have thousands of recipes to cook for you guys. And if, and again, I think I've mentioned this before, but if you have a recipe that uh, I'm not saying that I can cook every single recipe out there but I can certainly try so if you do have a recipe request and since I am of Greek background if you have a Greek recipe request that you'd like to see done by all means send me an email um, comment in the, in the comment section below it's Pause for a second. It, I mean, me pause for a second. Pause, me, <laughs> me talking. Pause for a second. It's starting to thicken up. I can feel it. So I'm just going to keep an eye on it while we're talking. Um, send me an email at zoesblindkitchencorner at gmail.com and just tell me, hey, Zoe, do you know how to make this? And if you can, you know, if I can, I certainly will. Um, and it doesn't have to be a Greek recipe. It could be any recipe. So this is starting to thicken up. So I'm going to grab my vanilla extract. Mmm, smells delicious. If you've ever tried vanilla extract, it's um, bitter. So it smells good, but it's bitter. 
and oh I got a little more in than I wanted that's okay So we've got our vanilla in, and this is starting to boil. I heard it. It's got tiny, tiny, tiny bubbles because they're, I can hear them. Yeah. So I'm just going to give it more of a stir now. And the only thing we have left now is our chocolate chips. Now, you're supposed to remove this off the heat when you add in your chocolate chips. <coughs> if you're not using a nonstick pot, what you can do is you can remove it off the heat, add your chocolate chips, stir like crazy until smooth, and then maybe use an immersion blender to um, make sure it's all dissolved if you want a completely smooth pudding. So this is getting really thick, by the way, so I'm stirring quicker. If you don't mind a few little bits of chocolate, which I don't, don't bother with the immersion blender. The other thing you can do is what I'm going to do right now. Even though it, the recipe actually tells you to remove this off the heat, I'm not going to. You'll see. So I'm almost ready for the chocolate chips. It's getting thicker. I think the camera can see that it's not really a liquid state like it's not that very liquidy watery state it's getting nice and thick and you can tell by stirring nice so I'm going to turn off the heat and I'm just continuing to stir but we've turned off the burner and I'm going to add in the chocolate chips all at once. And stir like crazy now to melt these. That's why I left it on the heat. It's easier. That little source of heat, because we've turned off the burner, will help to melt them even more. So I'm vigorously stirring to get this to melt. And of course, for those who can see, the color is even much darker now because we added in the semi-sweet chocolate chips. And again, if you don't mind a few chunks of chocolate, you're done. If you do, take an immersion blender or keep stirring like crazy. How do you know it's all melted? Well, you can feel it for the most part. And it adds to the thickness. It's thicker. For those who can see, well, they can see. For us who can't, just keep stirring <laughs> until you're confident. And you can take your spoon now and go like this, like up and down in the pudding, try to feel chunks. I really don't feel any. There might be some, but I don't feel any. And the more I stir, the little contrast vision that I do have, I can see that it's darker. It's getting darker and darker, so, and the smell is fantastic. Okay, now, we don't need this anymore. 
Grab some sea salt. You can add as much as you want. One pinch is good. Brings out the taste of the chocolate. Always salt in sweet brings out the chocolate taste. You gotta know that. <coughs> now, if you like that salty, sweet taste, add in two pinches. But I'm serving to other people as well. <clears throat> and I'm just stirring vigorously again to dissolve the salt. Okay. We're pretty much done. I forgot to get one of those things. <laughs> it's one of those things you put your hot pots on so that you don't burn your countertop. So I've taken it totally off the burner now. And all we have left to do is fill our ramekins. So let's get rid of the spoon. Uh, did I put my a little spoon. Can you give me one? So I just uh, had my cameraman give me a spoon. I'm just going to, I'm just scraping off whatever's on the uh, wooden spoon. Okay, good enough for now. Alrighty. I've got a plastic ladle. Now, this is what I was telling you about the contrast. I got this at the dollar store. It's a white ladle. So again, this is a dark pot with a dark mixture. If I put my ladle into the pot, I can, I can see that there's a white blob. So that means that I can kind of see what I'm doing. So I'm going to fill the ladle, lift, put right into the white ramekin and it's all dripping out of the spoon and I'm just tapping to get more out. Now, if you've got contrast vision, you can see if there's more room or you kind of put your finger and see how far down you are. Can I get more in? Sure I can. And since I got some on my finger, Delicious, but it fits more. So let's go for another ladle full. And this is thick stuff, so. Okay. And if you get some on the outside like I just did, don't worry, you're gonna grab, as always, a napkin and just wipe the top the outside now take your take your spoon and feel with your spoon even you don't even have to use your finger so I'm with the back of my spoon I'm late uh, spreading it evening it out and I can get a little more in here so I'm just wiping up the um, outside again before I go attempt to put a little more in. And it's up to you guys how much you want to put in each serving. But I am going to put some more. 
Now I've got my thumb, that cushion technique that I showed you guys many times. I've got it in my ramekin just in case. I don't want to overfill now. Okay, and again, I'm gonna grab my spoon and we're good. I like this amount. Now, somebody might want a little more. You can fill more, it's up to you. Yeah, by the way, I just licked the teaspoon I was using and threw it in the sink. Don't worry, I'm not gonna use it again. So. That's how you fill your ramekins. That's our pudding. And it's hot, but again, you can, um, oh, the other thing you can do is if you're really a perfectionist and you want, you can, the edge of the ramekin on the inside, you can run your finger around it, like run your fingers around it. Okay. Grab me a napkin. And clean up the inside if you want. I'm actually probably going to fill this just a touch more, I've decided. <laughs> but look, I'm running the tip of a, a paper towel around the edges. And ramekins, they actually have... If you put your finger inside the ramekin, you can feel like a little step. So it's almost telling you that you should feel up until this little bump that you feel, this little step. So if you want to use that as a guide, you can. Okay, so you grab some plastic wrap. And just, whoops. Just stretch it, unless you want to put it on your pudding, we said. If you want to put it on your pudding because you don't want a skin, then do that. I like the pudding skins, so I stretched it completely, so it's not touching my pudding, and I've sealed it. That's it. When this halfway cools down, it's going to go in the fridge, and then we're going to absolutely devour it and enjoy it. That's our recipe for today, guys. Very easy and, <coughs> excuse me, very simple, very quick, but absolutely delicious and scrumptious. Again, I'm going to say chocolate lovers rejoice. Vegan chocolate pudding. So if you've got that vegan lifestyle, you can still enjoy this. If you're fasting for religious reasons, sorry, I got chocolate on my hands, uh, for religious reasons, again, Chocolate is something you can enjoy. So that's it for today. If you have any questions, let me know. I did tell you all the swap outs. There's, I don't think there's anything else that I can tell you or swap out. But if you do have a question, by all means, just as always, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. Comment section below. Uh, or whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Please, please, please support me and like and share this video and subscribe to our channels. Thanks, guys, for watching. Love you as always. See you on the next episode. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos, 
With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.